Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it is Karen Greenstreet. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. You are the founder uh, of the Success Alliance. You're found on the web at thesuccessalliance.com. Karen, I am so excited to have you. I sought you out. Um, I came across your training a number of months ago about facilitating running successful masterminds. I don't know of anyone in the planet uh, that has your level of expertise in this. And so I'm just so grateful to have you on the podcast. I am so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. So please share with us what the Success Alliance is. So a long time ago, many moons ago, I created a mastermind group kind of based on the Napoleon Hill thinking grow rich model, but I didn't know what I was doing. And over the years, I perfected that technique. And then at some point, it's like, oh, wait, people want to learn how to do this. So I created the Success Alliance. And our role really is to help people create and run mastermind groups and kind of also kind of get the word out around the globe about what a mastermind group is. So it's a two-pronged approach. Yeah. So let's let's cover that really quick because I think I, I and we were just talking about this briefly. I, I see a lot of conflation um across uh, these ideas of what a mastermind is. You've been facilitating and teaching facilitation of, of successful masterminds for some time now. Um, and um, I see masterminds and this concept of, you know, really group training or cohort training being called masterminds. I'm like, that's not a mastermind. And so <laughs> would you mind kind of setting us straight, Karen? Yeah, absolutely. What is so a mastermind? It's so it's super easy. So a mastermind group is a group of like-minded people who share similar goals. Um, and it could be they want to grow their business or they want to up their leadership skills or they want to be a better new parent or, you know, the topics are endless. Um, but they meet on a regular basis to... Um, advise and share best practices and brainstorm together so that all of them can move forward faster than they could on their own. And the difference is, is people say, well, I have a, a, a mastermind group and really it's a group coaching program, which is essentially a Q&A call. The yeah. mentor is the center of attention. In a mastermind group, the facilitator is not the center of attention. Their job is to um, help the group to solidify, to go deeper on conversations, to really think well and think deep, um, come up with a lot of brilliant ideas. And then if they have expertise, they add it at the end, but not at the beginning. So it's about where the focus is. If the focus is on the person who's the guru or the mentor, it's a mentoring group or, or what they call group coaching, which is all another world. Um, mm. If they're essentially teaching, it's a training class. So people call something a mastermind event, but when you get in there, it's a workshop, it's a training class, it's education. Um, if the focus is on the group talking to each other and there's a consistent meeting pattern, they meet once a month or every other week, and it's all about um, creating good action plans and making decisions and, and being held accountable to get things done and not goof around, um, then that's a mastermind group. 
So really it just depends on, you know, where the focus is during the meetings and that there's a consistent meeting schedule. Although I, sometimes I see mastermind groups that are like a weekend event or something, and they really are mastermind groups that just don't do the whole ongoing accountability thing. Yeah. So Karen, talk about the opportunity that coaches, consultants, agency owners, B2B service providers, you know, if they've pulled together a group of clients uh, and or an audience, the opportunity that that they have. Yeah. So I see people use mastermind groups on two levels. They What they do is they're trying to get their clients together to have these deeper conversations that the, the either they've kind of maxed out on the amount of one-on-one work they can do, or they have a training program that the mastermind group is the next logical offering. So I've taught people my my signature system and they need to implement it. How am I going to support them? And I can't support them one-on-one. I don't have the space for it. The reason I moved over to mastermind groups, I had 30 one-on-one clients I was working with um, practically every week. And after a while I was just burnt out. I couldn't take any more people. I hit a glass ceiling. Group work was important. And I was teaching classes at the time, but I didn't want it to be a training event. I wanted it to be something deeper and richer and more fulfilling, both for them, frankly, and for me. I wanted to have those conversations with my clients. So the opportunity here, if you already have a client base, is this can be the next level thing for them. Uh, it could be your your highest tier offer so that if they want to work exclusively with you, then they need to join your mastermind group. And so people kind of move up your funnel that way. I have seen people consider the possibility of running mastermind groups as their entry level program. Um, but I don't think that that's really scalable because if you have you know, 200 people in a mastermind group, how can you serve them at the quality a mastermind group requires? So really mm-hmm. a mastermind group is a very intimate kind of service and should be your highest tier. Yeah. You know, so speaking of, you know, highest tier um, for someone that, you know, maybe they're providing consulting services or coaching and that sort of thing. And, you know, but yet, um, you know, they're they're trying to maybe streamline some of those processes there. Um, and I'm in that situation, right, where I, I don't, I'm not able to spend a lot of individual time um, with our clients. I just don't have yeah. the bandwidth for it. So yes. if people would love to be in a small room with me, masterminds are kind of a very natural next step for me to be able to say, listen, if you want that, you know, kind of that higher touch, you know, where I can be involved in kind of a group uh, conversation, I I don't want to monologue and teach for two hours straight, but I would love to facilitate a conversation around solving problems. Um, Yes. You know, that and, and for people to have that kind of access to you on a consistent basis so that you are watching their progress and you're keeping track of when they are stumbling and you're not seeing them recover, that you can be there for them instantly to help them and therefore they can move past that problem and they can move on. When you're teaching a class, you don't always get to see that the people are making progress because a lot of that progress might happen after class. Yeah. And if you are running any kind of a group program where you might say have 50 or 100 members, are you really are you really keeping track of that? Now, sometimes what folks do is they have coaches and consultants who are running those mini groups. Um, and then if you want to work with you, the guru, the leader, the mentor, the person they're trying to follow, then that's the mastermind group. And so I love the word you use natural because it is a natural progression from any other kind of program or any other kind of one-on-one service you're offering 
to a mastermind group, including if you're working inside of corporations. So if you're a, a coach or a consultant or a trainer and you're selling to corporations, mastermind groups are the next natural thing to offer them as well. Yeah. Can we talk just a bit about the economics involved with the mastermind? Because obviously, you know, to, to, um, you know, if there's a consultant coach that's watching or listening to us right now and they're like, I could do it, but I also have to, you know, I have to build a business plan around it. Does it make economic sense for me to do this? And so I don't know if you, if you could share maybe a little bit of insight with some of the consultants or coaches that you've worked with agency owners that just listen, I've got this great audience. I'm going to start a mastermind for those who are interested. Um, what do they, how do they know what to charge? So first you have to figure out strategically, where does this mastermind group offer fit in your funnel? or in your product ladder? Is it a mid-tier offering? Is it a high-tier offering? Because your pricing has to be in brand alignment with whatever else you're offering. So if you have a signature program that they can join that's, you know, I don't know, $8,000 for a six-month training program, then your mastermind group has to be slightly more expensive than that. If you have as your highest tier working one-on-one with you and having a real concierge kind of relationship, then the mastermind group pricing has to be slightly below that. So part of it is where does it fit into the whole ladder of what you're offering? I have seen mastermind groups that are $200 a month, and I have seen mastermind groups that are $3,500 a month. I was working with a gentleman once. He His mastermind group is highest tier. He had two tiers of mastermind groups. He was very sophisticated. Um, where his mastermind group's um, you had to come to a training first. That was the first product level. And then the 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 main mastermind group, and then this really high-tier mastermind group, which was $35,000 a year. At In this main level, he had something like 145 members in a mastermind group, a real mastermind group, not just a training event. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you want to price at $35,000 a year, you have to have a, 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 an organization behind you in place to make that magic happen. But like I said, I've also seen mastermind groups that are $200 a month. So um, I think the sweet spot is probably somewhere between, I would say like $350 a month to $1,500 a month. Something mm-hmm. like that would be considered just about average. Uh, Vistage, you know, this is worldwide. They run mastermind groups worldwide. They have 20,000 members. Their pricing is around $1,000 or $1,500 a month. So certainly there are people who are willing to do that. Part of it, of course, is what is the value you're providing? Vistage gives you a full day meeting plus one-on-one coaching. So they're getting a lot out of it for that pricing. So you can't charge $1,500 a month um, and then they get a half an hour meeting. You know, I mean, it has Mm -hmm. to be, they have to get real value out of it. Yeah. And, and a little bit more on that schedule, because I know that, you know, you know, you can design the scheduling to make sure that it fits with the, the members needs your own, you know, what yeah. you want to do, but is it, um, what, what are some of the more popular schedule? Uh, yeah, so it depends. <laughs> a lot of my answers are, it depends. Yeah. Um, so it depends on a couple of things. What is the level of the people you're going to have in your group? Are they new to something? So say that you're a marketing consultant and you teach a class on marketing and you got to get a lot of new business owners in there or business owners who are new to marketing. They have a million questions. They need to meet fairly often, at least in the beginning, because as they're implementing, they're going to run into questions and brick walls all the time. And so you might need to meet with them every week or every other week, maybe for a short time. You know, the first three months we meet every week. And after that, we meet once a month. There's no rules. You can meet however you want. Um, Another good model is every other week. And these are for especially for groups where productivity and accountability and getting things done are important. If you don't check in with people relatively quickly, 
mm-hmm. they can slide off the productivity wagon in a heartbeat. Most mastermind groups I've seen meet once a month uh, from anywhere from 90 minutes to five hours. Um, again, it depends on your model, but the people you want to attract to that kind of group are the people who don't necessarily require handholding between meetings or but you're also going to work with them one-on-one. So, you know, week one, you have a meeting, week three, you meet with them one-on-one, then week one, the next month, you have a meeting, week three, and so forth. And therefore, you are getting that consistent communication with them. And so part of it has to be, where does productivity, accountability, action planning, getting things done, where does that fit into your model? Um And that might tell you how often they meet as well as their skill level. Are they newbies at whatever it is you're teaching them about, or are they fairly seasoned? I do know a gentleman who runs quarterly mastermind groups and they're in person. Everybody flies in from everywhere and they meet for like a three-day weekend. And that seems to work really well, but these are seasoned business owners who don't need handholding between meetings. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think about the opportunity and I'm excited for that, right. For, um, you know, an agency owner and, and, and this can be, um, you know, a great opportunity where if you've got the people together um, you don't have to worry, Karen, I, and, and, and I want to start talking maybe a little bit about the operations involved in this, where I think, you know, if you are hosting group training sessions, you know, then you're going to want to make sure that you have a pretty good curriculum designed for each uh, event that you host, wherein, and I loved your phrase. I love the way you describe it. You want to be not the sage on the stage, but the guide on the side. And so operationally, what are you as a facilitator doing during the mastermind and maybe outside of the mastermind? Yeah, it's important, especially for those of of the people who are listening to this, who are coaches, consultants, teachers, they have that hat they wear of being the guru, the one people go to for answers. And when you have that kind of skill set, it can, you have to learn how to transition to being a mastermind group facilitator because when you're a mastermind group facilitator, you're the last to speak during meetings, not the first. Whereas when you're a teacher or a consultant, you're the first to speak. They ask a question, yeah. you answer. That's the expectation, right? Um, and so the facilitator's job is to, to work at a, a, at a ground floor level and at a 20,000 foot level watching what's happening. So at the ground floor level in meeting, you're keeping discussions going, you're keeping them on track. You're you're asking people to go deeper. You're asking people to be vulnerable. You're creating a safe space. You are um, helping people uh, clarify their thinking. You're helping them come up with new ideas, but you're, you're assisting this, that the whole group is doing it together. They are coaching each other. They're mentoring each other. They're teaching each other. And then Um, After each hot seat, where the hot seat is where the individual member gets all the focus on them and they can say, here's my situation, here's where I need help. After the the hot seat and they all get to chime in, they're inevitably going to miss stuff because you are the expert. So they're going to have missed some great solutions or some great questions. Then you chime in at the end of the hot seat and offer your insight and wisdom and brilliance. Um, (laughs) I hope. Um, But the idea is that when the person in the hot seat says, here's my problem, you're not the one to answer it. Because if you do, you're training your other members, they don't have to do anything. And they become lazy masterminders, you know. Mm. Um, so that's your role at the ground floor level. You're still doing mentoring and consulting and coaching and advising. You're just doing it at the end. 
And that's what I love about being a mastermind group facilitator is you can be the totality of who you are and bring all of your skills into one basket and do it in one place. At that 20,000 foot level, you're watching down over the group and you're looking at group dynamics and how the group communicates together and and are they cohesive and where are there some problems? Um, But you're also watching each individual person's progress. They, they tell you what their goals are. Are they making progress? Where are they getting stuck? Where are their limiting beliefs? Where are their bad decision-making things cropping up all the time so that you can then help them? And so you are, you're trying to help them create success, however they define success, but you need to do it at that two levels. And you're the only one who's going to be at a 20,000 foot level. People are not watching. The other members are not watching the trajectory of a person or the trajectory of a group. They're just in the moment in the meeting and you need to be in the moment in the meeting with them. And you need to also be watching the big picture of what's happening with the group. Yeah. Um, So Karen, at your website, thesuccessalliance.com, what I love is you've got a lot of great content here. Um, You do a lot of webinars, you do a lot. I mean, you really, that's what drew me in uh, was your great content. Um, and then I think I ended up watching, um, so I uh, in, invested in some training that you had put together. Um, and and um, you've been, you know, your stuff. <laughs> you've, been, you've, been, you've had some experience in, in, uh, in, in facilitator training. Yeah, I've been doing it a long time. I didn't know how to do it. There was no classes for it when I first got started. So I fumbled my way through. I had a background as I was the head of uh, education in a software company. So I had a, a training background. I knew how to run groups. I knew how to manage a team because I had a team of people underneath me. And so I had some skill walking into it, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And over time through practice, I figured, okay, here are the skills you need to have. Here's what works. Here's what doesn't work. And then I put that all into facilitator training, but things change. I mean, you know, the whole I don't know, pandemic or whatever, all of a sudden now we're doing mastermind group meetings virtually. Um, and what skills do they need in the new world? And there's always new like psychological um, studies and reports that come out and group dynamic information and all kinds of stuff about how groups of people work. And so every year I go through that literature and I add new stuff at, into facilitator training to, just to keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So um, again, your website, when someone goes there, the successalliance.com, is there anything in particular you say, oh, well, if you're going to go there, first thing you should do is X. So like, what is, what's that thing? Yeah. So right on the, right on the, uh, the front page is an article called what is a mastermind group or just go to Google and Google mastermind group and you'll find the article. And the idea of it is, is get a basic knowledge of what it is and what it's not so that your vocabulary is clear when you're talking to your clients about what it is that you're thinking about doing. Um, or even your colleagues, if you want to create a group with you and your, your, your peers, you know, um, Then the other thing is if you're just getting started and you want sort of like a a primer on how do I, what do I have to think about if I want to create a group, there's a video, a free video out there called Speed Up Growth. And so you can go through that and kind of gives you a checklist of here's the things to think about when you're starting a group. If you're a little bit more sophisticated and you're thinking, well, how does this fit into my business model? Then I have a tutorial called Creative Ways to add mastermind groups to your revenue model. And that talks more yes. about pricing and the strategy of it, the business side of it. Cause there's like, how do you run groups? Then there's, how do you, how do you put it into your business model? How do you market it? How do you price it? How do you fill it um, on the other side? So there's really two sides of mastermind groups. 
Yeah, fantastic. Karen Greenstreet, I am so grateful to have had you on this podcast, uh, thesuccessalliance.com. So just click on the little show notes icon, link below, however, wherever you're watching this, um, go connect with Karen. Karen, I love your generous spirit. I, I love your, you know, your commitment to um, education uh, and, and being so generous with your wisdom. Um, so thank you so much for both attending, uh, being on this podcast. And, and again, thank you for, again, you know, sharing so much valuable content on your website, thesuccessalliance.com. Thank you so much, Karen. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.